Burroughs Furniture is built for the way you live. From ensuring easy assembly and disassembly to honoring highly requested new colors for their award-winning seating, they always have their customers in mind. Their modular seating is made out of durable materials to last and grow with you. And with Burrow, you always get fast, free shipping. Get up to 60% off during Burrow's Memorial Day sale at burrow.com slash ACAST. That's burrow.com slash ACAST. Burrow.com slash ACAST. Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too, like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit BetterHelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P. And just when you thought you had finally killed us, we're back again. Okay, thanks for pulling up to Blurdy Massacre, your spot for all things brown and nerdy. This is Zero Gravity. And today, we got a hot one for you. Okay, a nice hot steamy one. But before we get into all of that, because we've been gone so long, you may have forgotten. Let's intro our hosts. Hey, everyone. Brother Ghoulish, um, host of Brother Ghoulish's Tomb. And Brother Ghoulish's Dragula Breakdown and 118th of Alter Tapes. Whoop, whoop. I am Sheree the Slayer. I am one half of A Nightmare on Fierce Street. I am one, we're saying 18 now, of the yeah. Alter Tapes. <laughs> <laughs> well, it used to be in the hundreds. We were leaving. <laughs> um, and I also write for Dread Central and anybody else who will pay me for my thoughts and words. Yeah, I'm, I'm for hire. <laughs> and my name is Zero Gravity. Um, you know, some chick on the internet should be running her mouth sometimes every now and then infecting your eardrums and all the rest of that good stuff. Okay. But really what's popping, what's popping, what's going down in the horror community right now? I actually have a lot to say. So first of all, y'all hear about Violent Night? (laughs) (laughs) People keep wanting me to watch the trailer and I'm like, no, I'm going to experience it. I watched the trailer. I don't know what the fuck this movie is, but you bet your ass I'm going to be there. I I would like to be in the to have been in the pitch room when this movie was being pitched. Um one because well one it makes sense to me, okay? Christmas horror is like a little bit untouched. Mm-hmm. Um but the, then the trailer played and I got a little confused. As to what direction this is coming from, I love David Harbour though, so I'm gonna be yeah. there. I haven't I, seen this trailer. I haven't even heard of this. And pulling up the picture makes me concerned. Um, <laughs> is that Hopper from Stranger Things? Yeah, yes. David Harbour yes, himself. So you know it's already off the chain. Plus John Leguizamo and Beverly D'Angelo. What yeah. kind of trio is that? And so I already know I'm gonna watch it. I don't know if I'm gonna feel about it. If I'm gonna watch it. <laughs> It's this enough. summary, when a group of mercenaries attack the estate of a wealthy family, Santa Claus must step in to save the day. And and then they put in parentheses, and Christmas, because of course. <laughs> I, action, comedy, crime. I, I, I don't know what's happening. <laughs> anyway. Did the Devil Brothers write this too? What? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Who's behind this mask? Like Scooby-Doo. It's the Duffer Brothers. (laughs) Oh, no. We would have gotten away with it, too, if it wasn't for you kids and David Harbour. (laughs) Um, Yeah, that's literally all that needs to be said about that one. Um, Also, VHS 99 was announced. Let's fucking go. I'm hyped for that one. I put these two announcements next to each other because uh, at the time of this recording... um, is Comic-Con this weekend. Um, Great. Awesome. They had tons of horror programming last year. I was able to soak it all up, especially because of uh, COVID guidelines. Um, 
there was a lot less people and everything was more spread out. So I was able to do everything I wanted to. This year, even though Chucky is coming back or is back for season two, they didn't have any programming for Chucky, which I thought was a little weird because they were reeling it in yesterday or last year. They're not even doing the documentary? Mm -mm. That's hateration. Somebody it tell is. us. It is. I, I have literally had this conversation with my peers uh, up here in New York. I I don't think it's right. I don't think it's right. But so they're having a an early screening for Violet Night, as well as a panel uh, with the producers and multiple directors of VHS 99. And they had the audacity, guys, to schedule them at the same time on the same night. No. So I have to choose. No. And I don't think that's fair to me. I don't think it's fair for horror fans. I just it sounds like it's fair. time to get a um a zero cardboard cutout <laughs> and stick that somewhere <laughs> just to show face <laughs> and then go check out the movie. Yeah, I was there. See, you can see right all the way in that. It feels genre phobic. Why couldn't they do something else there? They're not in the horror sphere. Why couldn't mm. they be like they Here's that all about it? What? All about it last year and this year, you do this to us. And I'm upset. Another reason why I'm upset today is uh, Five Nights at Freddy's was acquired by Lex Luthor. I mean, Jason Bloom. Oh, my God. And I didn't think that <laughs> needed to happen. The reveal. Let's talk about, let's rewind and go back to the reveal. Yesterday, I was on Twitter being procrastinating, as I always am, trying to like hide from my own life. Um, and like people start sharing his tweet of something's coming. It's going to be good. Get ready. I'm like, oh, no, that's my sign to get off Twitter. And so I get to my ass off Twitter. <laughs> I go back to do what I'm supposed to do. I'm trying to get right with the Lord because I've clearly pissed him off. If Jason Bloom is tweeting, and <laughs> I get an email from Variety being like, guess what? This flu got five nights at Freddy's. And I was like, <laughs> this doesn't need to happen. I would like to never have any Freddy. <laughs> but you know, this movie is going to make so much fucking money. I hate to admit it because I'm, I'm going to be a hater in this situation. This is not, you know, I'm not that type, but I'm going to be a hater right now. But I know for a fact it's going to make so much money. Oh. I mean, unless, unless the poster says from the creators of they slash them, in, in oh. which case... I don't know. I'm not sure how that's going to pan out. <laughs> From the producers of the Firestarter remake. Oh! oh. <laughs> those two lines alone, whoever did this poster is getting fired the same Tanked. night. <laughs> Tanked. You know, I'm interested. I'm, I am interested in the... I'm going to see it, obviously, just because the lore is so huge. Um, didn't really get into Five Nights at Freddy's much when it was like hot. I played the first one. Um, that's all really the classic, but there's like eight games, there's books, there's, you know, shorts, there's like, uh, all this lore on the mm. internet. And you know what it is, is it's the kids, it's the young horror heads, like baby babies mm -hmm, mm -hmm, have mm -hmm. eaten this shit up and there's lore for days. So I know, you know, it's within the same vein of, uh. You're either a Five Nights at Freddy's kid, you're a Minecraft kid, or you're a Roblox kid. Oh, you're man. one of those three. So that's a third. Let's say that's a third of the younger portion of, I guess, there's a generation after Gen Z. But I don't know. Them, they're going to show up for this movie. I I know it. When um when Dead by Daylight um, announced that Hellraiser was coming in or whatever, a lot of people actually thought it was going to be Five Nights at Freddy's. Because like you said, the lore is so deep that a lot of the Easter eggs actually had parallels into that world. And people were like, we're getting Freddy's. And so they were like, no, we didn't mean to do this. Um, it is it is Hellraiser. <laughs> oh, it is Pinhead. But now it's like, it started this thing where people are constantly waiting for it to come into Dead by Daylight. It's like you said, people really love like the lore behind it a lot. And I didn't even know it was that deep until, you know, the Hellraiser thing was coming onto Dead by Daylight. Mm, I had no and idea. You know what? They opened the door now. So they're yeah. going to have to put them in eventually. <laughs> That's, they got bullied into it. Literally, that is the chokehold that Five Nights of Freddy's has <laughs> as a franchise. It makes no sense because I don't think there's any, not any, there's not a lot of publicity about Five Nights of Freddy's like outside of the internet. It's just Correct. like so heavy in there, but it still does fucking wonders. Crazy. And it's all like little kids. 
all little kits. I think I, I saw think a, a, a like a flyer stapled at the, my local Panera or something about it. <laughs> Not that's, Panera, Panera bread. That's the nearest no. one I think I've seen. <laughs> right underneath some guy selling a couch. So, okay, well, Panera bread says a lot. That's now the summer circle for Jason Bloom. Look, <laughs> right. You have to make this movie PG thirteen. Oh yeah. A lot of the Blumhouse movies are PG-13, and they hit those streamers immediately. Yeah. Um, and I oh, it could be that. Unfortunately, that's not part of the Blum problem. <laughs> it's one of it is part of the mo though um, to make it like family suitable, and that way he could be like, so your thirteen-year-olds can watch it, and the thirteen-year-olds are like, Mm-mm, I saw Firestarter, I'm good. Oh man. Okay. Um, damn. All of my wish popping news today is just me <laughs> complaining onto this document. Um, you know okay, what? So Scream <laughs> is coming to New York City. And guess who's next? So now American Horror Story is coming to New York City. Oh. I was a little iffy about Scream, but I'm a little bit more open to American Horror Story just because I like I like the poster and it gave I me feel reverse vibes. Same. Really? Okay, yes. tell me, you are like the pro American Horror Story fan here i feel like so i mean look i'll take it for now until bobby runs up on me and says bitch please but (laughs) but the the thing is about scream going there like it feels like they're going to do some type of parody around like jason takes manhattan which wasn't a great film but there's some potential whatever american horror story i just have a i don't have any faith in them anymore every single time i come and sit down it's just like I'm paying them whatever the streaming fee is for someone to punch me in the face. <laughs> and I, I'm just getting tired of it. Like the last of my soul left after American Horror Stories season two. I just, I'm exhausted. I can't take anymore. And then the posters, they look so good that I'm even more concerned. Wow. Ryan Those were some very heavy fucking words. <laughs> Those words were enough to kill somebody. Wow. Okay. You know what? You are, I believe, every word. I'm with you now. Fuck Ryan, it. Ryan <laughs> Murphy. <laughs> Ryan Murphy needs someone sometimes to stop him. Um, yes. Like about a decade ago, someone should have been like, look, friend, you've done a lot of American horror stories. <laughs> Three of them were good. <laughs> How about you sit down? <laughs> but they didn't do that. Um, and here we all are. Three of them were good. Three of them were so good. And now here we all are. And now he's like out here dragging Evan Peters to Dahmerville for whoost. Look, Shade is in between the lines. She didn't say three of them were great or excellent. <laughs> three of them were three of them were good. <laughs> the re- <laughs> Take this right now. If you do something for 20 years, what are the stats? Because, like, think about it. That's just life. Like, after 20 years, you're like, I had some good years. Um, I don't know if I, I want to do this when I'm 40. <laughs> but now Ned says, I got to stay alive because I owe them so many money for going to school. Um, so you know oh, what it God. feels like? I think it's because they know, and it's so sad to say, that they don't have to. Like, they just know that the fans are going to keep showing up, but they're messing up because. There's been so many complaints, especially after their foray into American horror stories. I feel like a lot more people are finally speaking up and saying this is fan abuse. They're really going to fuck around to hurt their numbers a lot. It's about time. It's about damn yeah. time. Um, quote Lizzo. I <laughs> again, I got off this. I got off of American Horror Story three different so. times, and the last time I was like, "This is really it. I'm tired of going back and forth in this abusive relationship. I I don't enjoy my time here. You don't seem to enjoy your time working on your own show. Why do we do this?" <laughs> so I left, and now people are like, "Well, this season has a good episode." I'm like, "You need more than a good episode to have a whole season." Like, <laughs> that's unreal. <laughs> This is some heavy stuff right here, guys. Yeah. The door's been opened. Look, I just, I feel like Brian Murphy, again, he's good for three seasons. I hear he did the same with Glee. I didn't watch Glee, but I hear three seasons of that was also good. Um, I heard the same for Nip Tuck, which I never got into because I'm like, that's like six seasons, I think. I'm, why am I going to yeah, do it if only half is good? Right. Look, <laughs> that's I'm, not I was a Gleek and I watched it all the way through and it's accurate. It was only like the first honestly two seasons were were good and then the rest of it was just 
I got invested in certain characters. And so then I kept watching. Um, and then a lot of those characters changed irreparably. But I still was like, I want to see what happens with... Um, I can't think of their names, so that shows how much I love the characters. But um, <laughs> but there were like two or three characters. I was curious to see what would happen to them. So I kept watching. Um, but the payoff wasn't there, unfortunately. Yeah, I ain't got time for that. Like... If this deck is taught me anything, is that white men don't get to waste my time anymore. And so I'm just not letting yeah. them. Like, <laughs> my time is for me. Okay. Like, I'll waste it how I want to waste it. Like, <laughs> on, on Tubi, as it should be. <laughs> Tubi's that girl. Look. Oh. oh okay. Well, finally, some good news. Actually, no. Let me take that back. I'm biased. <laughs> I can't. <laughs> And you're the and you're the M Night Stand in the group, like. <laughs> right? I know, like I know how much people hate him though. So I know that people heard this news and were like, "Ah, oh, he's back." Actually, at it Zero, again. you're not alone. I was vibing with Mike from People Under the Scares, and he too is an M Night fan. So look, they're they're out there. Okay, that's two in my circle. Right? There's two. <laughs> you said that's it's almost new? as many. That's two in my circle. <laughs> oh. <laughs> That's almost as many um, good American horror story seasons. So oh my god! It's, it's, it's progress. I cannot. It's the small oh wins. My god. <laughs> oh well. Anyway, first trailer for M Night Shyamalan's new joint has dropped. A knock at the at the door at the cabin. What's this movie called again? Knock at the cabin. A knock. Oh, that's at his the movie. Cabin. Yes. Okay. <laughs> Um, yes, I'm in. I know you guys don't even watch trailers like that. I just wanted to say it. So I've, I've flipped camps because every time I go to the theaters, I know y'all both have experiences. They're shoving it down our throats mm -hmm. anyway. So it's like, it is what it is at this point. Now that I'm going back to theaters. Mm -hmm. Oh, okay. I see. I look away. Like, it's an email coming from my student loan officer. <laughs> I look down immediately. I don't see it. I am sipping my drink. I, I can't hear anymore. <laughs> if we're in the theaters and I look over and you're looking <laughs> off to the side with your ears covered so you can't hear this, I would scream. <laughs> That's me, though. That's me. <laughs> Like it's like it's like when you <laughs> it's like when you find out that the person you with got somebody else and you're like, oh no, I'm a side chick and I hop no. Like <laughs> that kind of look away. <laughs> Not an eye hop. You'd be going oh. viral that day. Look Listen, at this chick. Right? That's I came in for a fresh and tootie and I found out a whole lot. Like <laughs> <laughs> oh no, now I'm on World Star getting my wig pulled off. Yeah. <laughs> she did not consent to know these things in these trailers. No. That's true. <sighs> okay. Well, anyway, what the fuck is our topic today? <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, Besides just zero complaints into the mic. We've been enough for the two hours. Not even like, yeah, yeah, get it. <laughs> but <clears throat> what actually brings us here today <laughs> is we are here to do a Tony Todd special. Because you know who works hard in the horror sphere? Tony Todd. Give that man all of his decades worth of flowers. Um, he is still working. I know somewhere right now he is filming something that we will know about it soon. <laughs> yeah. I'm not convinced that if he's not in the movie that he's actually... No, we, we've seen him in other things like horror noir. I was about to say, is he like a phantom of the film? Like he only exists on the big screen. <laughs> right? <laughs> I, it, does your movie exist if Tony Todd's not in it? That's the real question. No. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> Needs more Tony Todd is literally <laughs> like... <laughs> That's the merch. Yeah. Needs more Tony Todd. <laughs> Nine out of ten, great movie, but could have used some more Tony Todd. Yeah, more Tony Todd, more Laurie's. This movie could have been saved. More Tony Todd, more cowbell, <laughs> more <laughs> all of it. Okay. For the for the, um for the real talk um the layover before we get into it I did have a random one um because I'm the person for everyone listening we have a shared Google Doc yes it is me who put the Scream TV series season three on there so I need to explain myself <laughs> <laughs> I was like where did that come from <laughs> our list was like airtight <laughs> ghoulish is typing <laughs> like literally. I don't know if y'all struggled through all uh, three seasons like I did, but I 
I did it in Indiana when I was already sad. <laughs> I'm going to do the Scream series. I never did it. Ugh. No I one ever speaks about it. It's so funny. Like, um, people will talk about Slasher. They'll talk about Channel Zero. They'll talk about, like, all these other ones. Midnight Mass, which I still haven't seen. Basically anything but Scream. Ugh. Yeah. Yeah, that's the spirit. Yeah, I, I did not like Scream, the TV series. I knew that going in, and that's why I never watched it. But I was like, we in a pandemic. I'm in Indiana. I got edibles. Why not? It was one of those rare cases where each season got worse than the last. Yes. Yeah. And I was like, how do you how do you go worse? You're like, well, if you look that last time, then you'll do anything, won't you? It's like, <laughs> It looked like a few of y'all were having fun. Let's go ahead and kill that. You know? like <laughs> There's no joy in Scream, the TV series. <laughs> Turn the lights off. <laughs> oh, no. Just watch it on mute. Mm-hmm. Because they hire some like attractive people, but that's every TV show at this Most point. Most TV shows. Some of them ain't even trying no more. They're just like, mm, this is the CW. They look like the other people on CW. It's like, but you could try. You could try. So there's a, <laughs> at my job, we have the washroom closet, right? Mm. Where we like keep all the cleaning supplies and shit. But we just started calling it the CW. <laughs> a couple months ago. I printed out a logo, like a big sheet of paper with the, the CW, like the channel logo, and then I like put it over the washroom closet sign. <laughs> and now every time we like pass it, we do the the angel quote from No Fucking CW. <laughs> That's hilarious. I love it, I love it so much. <laughs> that sounds like a fun place to be. It right. Is. For all of the headaches, it is a good place to be. That's good. Yes. Okay, bring us through it. All right, y'all. So I got some explaining to do, obviously. So as we all know, Tony Todd was in that season, and they underutilized him, unfortunately. But we did get kind of like a little Candyman nod, which was cute with the hook. And Kiki Palmer was in it, which she was actually good in in her role. I, I actually part? think that the, probably the only part, right? I mean, her and Tony Todd. So it just kind of feels like there was a chance if they leaned into more of what was working for it, which was Tony Todd and Kiki Palmer. That was my PSA. Yeah. Yeah. I I watched all three seasons finally when I was in Indiana. Um, because it was a sad time anyway. So I was like, why not? <laughs> but like each season definitely was getting worse. And I was like, oh yeah, we're gonna do it with black people. We're gonna pull it out, right? And like the producers were like Queen Latifah and them, and I was like, Yeah. yeah. And then it started, and I was like, Oh, <laughs> Oh, okay. And then Kiki Palmer's like, I'm gonna still try to get an award though. And I was like, Yes, girl, yes, but like I need your team to support you. Like <laughs> you know what was cool about Queen Latifah being in it though? I don't know if you peeped, but her production company had flavor in it. And I'm like, wait a minute. Kind of like her character's magazine yep. and living single flavor. This is dope. Right? Like, I, I love her tie-ins because, like, those who know, and we all should know, because Living Single is now on Hulu and HBO Max. Mm-hmm. Um, um, But, yeah, it's it's good because a lot of people just don't give that show the love it deserves. I which agree. is why they had to drag David Schwimmer, who was like, I hope they do Friends with Black people. And the people who were Living Single were like, you mean um our show, which your show, like, <laughs> Columbus? Like, is that what you're talking about? <laughs> so, Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, oh no, I didn't know this even existed. Right? Black people had TV shows in the 90s. Huh? Okay. <laughs> they did? <laughs> On what channel? <laughs> and then he's watching it. Oh, they speak so well. Right. Oh, let's just let's just go for a double whammy. Why not? <laughs> they all have jobs. They have oh. apartments. <laughs> oh god. How to act. <laughs> Before this, I only caught them on Mari. I'm like, okay. Oh, okay. <laughs> I'm dead. <laughs> I'm dead. So that was the real talk, and I'll go ahead and pack my bags and leave now. Oh, <laughs> this is this is a nightmare. No, but which Tony Todd movie should we get into first? Because there's so many good ones. I mean, we should also talk about Bitch Ass, which is a black. Oh black yes, Tony I forgot yes. about yes, yes. I have oh. not seen it. Okay, well. <laughs> hmm. I have seen Bitch Ass. 
This is me flipping my hair, everyone. Yeah. <laughs> um, I actually have a review for it. My friend Najir and I over at Big Go Belt Media on YouTube. Uh, we did review it. So bitch ass is really something. It's really something. It's um the claimed first black slasher. Um, starring kind of Tony Todd. So I'm pretty sure Tony Todd is just the guy who's like down. Mm-hmm. I think he's just down and really supports his community and his industry mm-hmm. and is willing to put his face on whatever I think he deems uh responsible enough in the genre to to do something. This was a choice. Um I actually did have fun watching it. It was entertaining. Okay. Um and it's about a bullied kid who uh they call them bitch ass. <laughs> and then he grows up and then becomes a a killer, if you will, called bitch ass. Um kind of taking back the name. Um yeah, so it's it it happened. It's uh, a slasher in the whole um the whole point, I guess, of his slasher character is that he makes his victims play like yard games like that we would play when we were kids. Kind of like a uh a jigsaw kind of thing, but a little bit more homey. So like like whack-a-mole and double dutch and like red light green light those kind of games like the squid game kind of games games that you play in your childhood i don't know if there's a word for that i'm probably missing um but a very deadly version of that um and it was interesting um yeah it was entertaining and tony todd basically plays uh not bitch ass but the narrator of the story the clarence thomas if you will um yeah so uh watch at your own risk it's a fun time though i mean i'm probably gonna watch it just because like i i do tend to go wherever tony todd goes even if i know i'm not supposed to be there i'm just like okay yeah (laughs) yeah i mean if it was a a solid enough project for tony todd to be like yeah i'll put my face on that i think it's worth a watch Mm. it's not perfect it's not a 20th century or paramount or big production company it's definitely grassroots but we gotta support those projects too mm-hmm. yeah. and uh definitely for a indie and a low budget project it had its strong suits Ooh. um yeah but um i think i laughed more than i should have <laughs> <laughs> okay do you remember about how long it was i don't i watched it a long time ago now hmm. um but Cause it sounds like, I mean, it's like Sheree said, I'm definitely going to show up, especially because of Tony Todd. And I really wanted it to win because there is like a black slasher going on, but the name is kind of throwing me off a little bit. So we'll see. I guess I'll, I'll hold my enthusiasm until I see it. I assumed it was going to be a comedy cause it's called Bitch Ass. Um, but I don't know if it was meant to be a comedy. <laughs> we just heard. Okay, I mean, so I watched I suggested... the movie six months ago. Okay. I didn't look it up. So, and essentially none of it has stuck. Oh, Ooh. so yeah. Not even the kills? Like, none of the kills stuck out? Um, no, no, no. The kills were actually very creative. Okay. okay. Which was cool. Yeah, because, you, you know, again, the whole, like, childhood game thing, but, uh, but weaponize them and make them deadly. Like, that was, it's always a fun time, you know? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Hmm. Okay. Okay. I can't wait to see it. Yeah. I, I sound, I, I don't, I really can't wait to see it. I realize how I sound <laughs> like, oh my God, jumping over the moon. <laughs> it was very much like, we'll do lunch. Email me. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. We'll do lunch. Email me. Right. Good one. Those are always like, just say you don't want to talk. Just say that. Why are you going to do this awkward dance in front of people? Right. <laughs> All right. So let's do Candyman first. We have to, right? Like, we have yeah. no choice. It, it just makes sense. Um, I just, Candyman was such a big deal to me growing up because I took it for granted to be real. 
like I'm not gonna lie, like I didn't think about how cool it was to have like one of the big slashers be a black guy until we got older and we saw that literally the rest of them, which I still go up for and stuff, but they're all kind of just white men. Mm-hmm. You don't really get uh, too much deviation from that. And then it's someone like a Tony Todd who now that like Heart Noir came out and he's constantly doing interviews and film festivals, it adds even more dimension into how much work he put into making this happen for us and how he was even on the fence about doing it in the first place, which I think is hilarious. <laughs> like Candyman is one of those things where we take away that figure because that figure is iconic. Even yeah. though, like, after we get older, we're just like, the fuck is he watching? What is this? Really? Yeah. Like, <laughs> I know who wrote this, and it was not us. <laughs> it's one of those. And so it's like, I, I love seeing, like, the images and stuff. But I did all three of the movies to get ready for the new movie, because I had only ever seen the first one as a child. Mm-hmm. And then, like, those last two, I was like, mm. <laughs> And so yeah, I was I've happy. in the third one. Don't. Um, yeah. <laughs> just, it, it, protect your video. happiness. Yeah. I think even Tony Todd was like, we did that. <laughs> um, it's just, it's it's not good because it, it it just keeps it keeps going down the rabbit hole of he's after his white ancestors um, because those are the, I, I don't know why he's attracted to the white women in his family line. I also mm-hmm. am just conflicted about a lot of things. But again, it's not written by us. And so we're just like, hmm. Let's play with this and look like we're woke. Uh, which for the 90s, I guess it was. We got Tony Todd as Candyman out of it. He's wearing fabulous coats with a hook. He's controlling bees and going after the bitches. So, like, it's not all bad. It's just, <laughs> it's it's one of those things where it's like, I wish we could have had him at that age as that character in something that was, like, solid. And something that I wouldn't grow up later and be like, oh, mm. Cool vibes. And, th- and thank God he said no to some stuff because did y'all hear about the crossover they were trying to do between uh, Candyman versus Leprechaun? Did y'all hear no. about this? No. I did hear that. And I think that's um, a hate crime. Mm-hmm. Personally. Yeah. 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 I I mean, I was never big on those films. I probably see Leprechauns or Candyman's? Le- or, yeah, no, or yes. No, no. Leprechauns, of course. Okay. Leprechauns. Um, but uh, I mean, obviously, like the the one that we should all know about is Leprechaun from the or in the hood or whatever. I refuse to one. watch it. I refuse mm. to watch it. Um, <laughs> I've I've seen all the Leprechauns. Um, some of which I I just the movies are terrible. I think I think like there's not really a redeeming one for real for real. I think the closest to that is maybe Leprechaun three, but um. It's just one of those things that when you watch as a kid, like you're laughing at all of this stuff that's going on. It was just hilarious to me. And so every time I watch it, I just remember being a kid and laughing at these deaths. And at a certain point, some of them I hadn't seen, like I didn't see In the Hood. And upon watching them, I I was kind of like, oh, I didn't need to see these. These are, (laughs) the idea of this is worse than the execution somehow. I I don't know how that's possible, but you know. They're trying to best themselves. And, I, you know, I respect them for that. And then sci-fi had one. But the Candyman one, like, back to Candyman, because Leprechaun is going to destroy the spirit of this podcast. Um, <laughs> the the can- It's like uh, Sheree definitely said, like, there was so much that. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass!" So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit betterhelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. 
Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Wow. Nice. Yeah. What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bomba socks, underwear, and T-shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah, that plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST. Code ACAST. We could have got, if it had like been written by us, really, really. And then the sequels were just beating a dead horse. And I think the, I think the one collective thing everyone would agree with when they even go back to hurt themselves in such a manner is that you get Tony Todd, which the, the way that he performs is so good. Um, there's, there was something else about Candyman I wanted to say, but I talked about Leprechaun too much. So I guess we can, (laughs) (laughs) no, I can't remember what it was. I'm stuck on this crossover right now. I really am. (laughs) I have a couple, I have a couple things to say about this damn crossover. So one, it's great that the Leprechaun movies are like fun and goofy and stupid, cheesy, but like on purpose. Like that's kind of the point. That's why they, they keep going because people enjoy that shit. I mean, me too. I get it. There's like, there's a, um, actually I just was on um, this ends at prom BJ and Harmony's podcast and they introduced me to the, the fuck off movie term which i'd never heard before and now i like i use that all the time like they're fuck off movies movies you don't have to pay attention they're just like fun and stupid and you just put them on for like a quick laugh you know because it's they're interesting those were the leprechaun movies i guess were great for that right but Candyman is like so the opposite um from that and also from all the other big slasher icons that we've had um before him during that time and after him so all of the 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 big guys, the mass killer and unmasked slashers that we have are just kind of like stoic things. Besides Freddy, um, they just kind of exist and are like killing machines and are very one-dimensional. Even actually, no, I changed my mind. Freddy is a lot more interesting, but even Freddy is is pretty one-dimensional. Like he he stays on a singular side. But the thing that was so interesting about Candyman and what made him different from every other slasher villain besides the fact that he was a very handsome black man was the fact that he had like the soft side and you like really empathize with him but at the same time you can't really because you know what's really going on and he was soft and he was like enticing which is something that fucking Jason Voorhees could never be or Mike Michael Myers could never be, which was why he was so interesting, and I think why it was such a hit because it was so different, right? So it's, if you were going to make a a mashup, like Freddy versus Jason makes sense because they're the same tone, like the doesn't take themselves too seriously, uh, like a good a good moment, like they're too. Uh, uh, two different films that are cut from kind of the same cloth, but the Leprechaun versus Candyman, one is like very somber and and serious and kind of tugs at your heart a little bit and makes you conflicted. And then there's just the Leprechaun. So how on earth does that make sense? And I would say if there was going to be a crossover, like a Freddy versus Jason type thing, I would say it would be Candyman versus, versus uh, help, help, uh, Pinhead. Ooh. I could see that. Yeah, I mean, they're, I both Cla- they're both Clive Barker IP, so it makes sense. Like, hello, I was that. That, that that soft, but also still stoic, and like that that genre of scary, that type of scary, like that Giancarlo Esposito scary, mm-hmm. like it's not too scary, but like fear me scary. That's a mashup that would be more appropriate if you were to go for a cash grab. But the leprechaun, get the fuck out of my face with that. That's upsetting. <laughs> leprechaun, right, uh, leprechaun and Candyman mashup sounds like a Jason Blum note. And I just yeah. don't want it. I just don't want it. Because it only ends offensively. You, you know this. Because you end up with a bunch of white people telling like slave jokes. And I'm just like, no. And a leprechaun dancing. I'm like, no. And I'm like, you, just I, I'm switching over to a different genre. I'm going to do comedies or dramas. I'm going to, I don't 
know. What's rom-coms like? I've not seen one of those. <laughs> I would not oh want God. that. You're right. The leprechaun would come in and say some dumb shit like, what's up, homeboy? Or something like that. <laughs> right? It'd be, it'd be two hours of short jokes and, ooh, oh. that's a nice hand you used to have. And I just don't oh. want it. I don't want it. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone's upset walking out of this theater. <laughs> I mean, not theater. It's 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 not going to the big screen. Um, this is definitely direct to VHS around that they, time. They would bring it's back 2022, but it's still direct to VHS. <laughs> exactly. They would bring back Blockbuster just to put it direct to video. <laughs> Jesus. If I see that in the red box, burn that bitch down. <laughs> like, where does Hollywood video come from? Why does that one tape? <laughs> oh my god! I gotta get a VCR to watch this shit. Are you serious? <laughs> All right, so are we ready to talk about Final Destinations, Tony? I think this is a good. I like this order because <laughs> Candyman obviously. Is um, I love all those Tony actors. Todd Some of them are my husbands. Well, I'm going to assume and say everybody. <laughs> Let's just say the majority. I can assume that the majority of people's Tony Todd fave is is Candyman, right? Obviously, but Final Destination definitely locks in that second for me. I love his presence in Final Destination. Like, once they kill Devin Sawa off, um, it becomes Tony Todd's world. And everybody else is just there. Because I'm not following, like, Allie Races Larder. Like, I don't care about her. Um, <laughs> <laughs> all these other people randomly popping in and doing dumb stuff. I don't care. Tony Todd, though, is like, I keep telling you, fools. <laughs> right? You can't cheat. It that. is the best. <laughs> it's the, the Tony Todd is wise. Just, I told you, suckers. Tony the all-knowing Tony Todd. His character in this franchise is me at every job where I've been there longer and the new trainees are coming in. And I'm like, no. Yeah. No. Exactly. You can't make this better. You can't cheat the system. It is what it is. <laughs> I am tired. <laughs> Stop trying me. <laughs> yeah, I agree. I agree with this order too. It's just. And then Final Destination was one of those like early aughts horror films that is now a classic. I mean, some of the some of the sequels even pulled out a few scenes that have gone up in the Hall of Fame, like the infamous like log scene yes. that means that nobody ever drives behind those things anymore. But <laughs> yeah, Tony Todd was great in it. I mean, I forgot. I mean, I kind of forgot that he was in it until I went back and rewatched because. In the first one, it felt like he wasn't in it as much. But I wonder if he's actually supposed to be like some type of form of death or something. Like, mm -hmm. see, okay, okay. I think so. I think yeah. he's literally the Reaper being like, I'm coming for you. I'm coming for your friends too. <laughs> and they're just like, this old black man says some things. I can't hear him. Like, <laughs> do they shenanigans? Mm. And then they get caught. Like, <laughs> like, the bitches at the end of the last one, which I think is the actual last one, but I, I don't know. Um, they literally were like, we we beat death. We beat death. Let's go on a plane. And I'm like, if death comes for me and all my friends, I'm never getting on a plane again. Huh. But and I'm never going to Six Flags or King's Dominion either. Listen, <laughs> my ass is in a play school house doing play school shit for the rest of my life. What? <laughs> soft corners, soft edges. We don't need spicy foods. We don't need sharp cheeses. What? <laughs> 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 Uh oh, that's too spicy. Send it back. Send it back. You're not kill me. Send me something for Blumhouse's Kitchen. Oh my gosh. Also, COVID fucked everything up. So shit just be happening randomly. Because it used to be, I wouldn't even have a spork. <laughs> what are you going to eat with? Like my hands. Like, I'm just like, will you open this can for me? I'm going to the other room. Like, <laughs> I'll, be back in, I'll be back in a couple minutes. Right. Please put it in this paper bowl. But it's gonna get soggy. Put it in the paper bowl. Like I've seen shit. Totally you heard what I said. <laughs> you sure with everybody at this point, <laughs> right? People like Ashi's oh, mashed potatoes and applesauce <laughs> for a reason. For a reason. I can't no smoothie. You see what I strawed into my friend? Look. <laughs> <laughs> no, but really, but really, because that that kitchen knife scene messed up unnecessary mm. all y'all had to do was just kill her 
Yeah, they, they killed this woman for... Tw- this movie's 90 minutes. 20 minutes of it was her getting killed. Be a racist like, with your full chest. Ah! Just, for the, the just say t- you racist. Is that what happened? Like, she reached her wall, and then flipped over. I'm like, just kill me. <laughs> they gave her all the deaths. Death is a petty bitch. And death's like, I don't like your teacher. And so, here's how I do to your teacher. <laughs> I'm going to give her all the deaths. Uh, uh, uh. Every time she turned around, she caught something different. And I was like, damn. <laughs> right. It wasn't even scary at a certain point. It was just sad. I was just feeling so then, bad for her. And then set the house on fire. So, like, Devin Sauer runs in, and the house is so fucking hot, he leaves footprints in her blood. And I'm like, damn, Dip. We know you don't like her. We get it. We get it. Y'all got beef. You won. She's down. She's down. I follow some of the, like, black women who were nominated for stuff. Uh, mostly from Black Ladies' Gunshot. That's a Gemini. I just oh my God. <laughs> is that canon? It could be. I think so. I think me, death, and the Cenobites just <laughs> in the Cenobites. Yeah, because if you send for them, they'll come. <laughs> but they ain't looking for you, but you send for them. <laughs> that's how. That's my energy. I'm not looking for anybody, but you send for me. Yeah. <laughs> open this box. She deserves all of you. And I'm gonna what show you some for? sites. Like, and yeah. I, I guess that they were like, she can have this one. Yeah, okay, something what? about Candyman gives Cenobite energy. Does it not? Yeah. It do. Like, big time. It's the scary yet sexy, like, basic. Ooh. Say it slow as zero. You ain't lying, though. I've never been so turned on by people with their entrails hanging out. Like, that's B- I'm not stupid. I know BDSM gear when I see it. <laughs> No, this takes BDSM to another level. It's it's BDSM to a level because when CD Head came around, I was like, no, this ain't BDSM no more. Maybe the first one, but now I don't I don't know what's happening anymore. I watched the first two this summer for Fear Street, and the second one, a man with a giant penis on his head was riding around trying to. Oh my god! And I was like, oh, okay. (laughs) He flew in. He's like, I'm a villain too, and he's like, oh. Are you sure? Because I got some place you can put that. Listen, uh, I'm trying to make some friends. Oh, look. <laughs> I, I'm happy we're having this conversation because this is the eve of the new Hellraiser with Miss Jamie Clayton. And so Ooh. I'm excited to see who ride around, but what on they hit on that one? Oh. <laughs> oh, I can't. I can't wait to see that damn thing. I can't. And then by the time everyone's listening to this, it'll be out. So we'll be able to let them know if, if it was actually, you know, I delivering know. on what I'm feeling because I'm excited. Me and my insomnia will be there looking at Hulu at midnight central. And I'll be like, oh, so y'all not in central time zone? Y'all could have said that. What? <laughs> mm-hmm. Okay. Oops. <laughs> what else? Okay, so Night of the Living Dead. Yes. I think is probably third, if I were to assume, yeah. of our favorite tony todd roles and i actually like this movie i like tom savini's night of the living dead not as much as the original obviously but there are things that i love about this movie that i did not get in the original okay um and i think it was a very wise choice to put tony todd as ben in this role very I can't think wise. of anyone else who could have done that role that like that. To be honest, um, other I'm saying because of the original person yeah. who played it, like yeah. it's big shoes to fill. Yeah, so it's a huge. Thing. Yeah. Listen, I I just I need to revisit that one because I've not seen it since I was a child. Um, and so like in my kid brain, I somehow got like Dwayne Jones and Tony Todd mixed up because I was like, it's the movie, but I thought it was in color, but I thought it was in black and white because kids, <laughs> I don't know no better. Um, and so I definitely need to go back and see as an adult to be like, no, give Tony Todd all of his things because I've seen um the one with Dwayne a few times these last couple of years. I'm like, yeah, yeah, no, no, that's Dwayne, that's Dwayne doing the thing. Um, <laughs> oh, yeah. um and so I definitely need to go back because I want to see Tony Todd fight zombies and slap people who don't get it together. <laughs> what? <laughs> Listen, sometimes you gotta hit a bitch. Like you just (laughs) Barbara. Barbara, get your shit together. I agree. I agree. (laughs) They are coming to get you, Barbara. What don't you understand? Like get information. Um (laughs) Barbara was (laughs) I kept just being like, can we just go ahead and kill her real quick? Just send her outside. Not real quick. Yeah. 
Nah, kill her like the Final Destination lady. <laughs> Get her out of here like that. Kill her for 20 damn minutes. Have a commercial break in between the death. You know, when they do show Final Destination on TV, her death is broken up by a commercial break. Because it's half the movie. You what? come back from them selling Visine and fucking Activia, and she's, <laughs> she's still screaming. Listen, Final Destination 1, you get 20 minutes at the end being like, get off the plane. Oh, no, the plane exploded, and Devin Saw was tortured. And then we go to her death for 50 minutes. <laughs> right into her death. And they look for Devin Saw, and you're like, how did they forget he was there? And they're like, his footprints was in her blood because of jail. I'm like, oh, damn. And then you get 10 minutes of him trying to save Allie Race's water, and then the credits roll. And I'm like, oh. Oh, my, oh my gosh. She deserved an award after that death. I just don't know what's, which one's appropriate. <laughs> her death is so extreme that it feels like it's taken from, like... <laughs> A movie making fun of horror movies. <laughs> it feels like a TikTok that was like mm. a series of TikToks. Like, <laughs> continuing TikTok. death to like nine TikToks. <laughs> yes, yes. In HD. Right? Ooh, right? HD. She stood yeah. up a Cenobite, baby, because them intros were out. They were out and out. What? <laughs> she was juggling with, with her vulva in her throat box. Oh. <laughs> her Cenobite name is the Juggler. <laughs> 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 I was mortified. I was like, I didn't know Clyde Barker was involved with this project. <laughs> I cannot. I cannot. Oh my god! Like okay. the autopsy of Jane Doe didn't open her up that way. Like this was, was very personal. No, I'm mad at y'all for showing me that scary ass movie. I thought we were gonna have a good night. Look, autopsy of Jane Doe. That, that movie's scary. The first time I watched that bitch, somebody recommended it to me on Twitter. Because I was like, what should I watch today? It's Halloween season. And they're like, watch this, you little bitch. I'm like, oh, right. I don't care. <laughs> and I put it on in broad daylight. And I was like, this ain't bright enough. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> I had nightmares. I had nightmares. I was in Indiana by myself watching that bitch get open. And I was like, oh, no. And she doing what to do? Oh, no. <laughs> I had that photo Like, I literally was like, is, and she, is she on the, oh, nothing, and then that was it. Because right? <laughs> I'm like, where's this going? I mean, it's about her, so she must be, oh, oh, no, oh, no, this is dark side. <laughs> Shut it all down. <laughs> me sage in my apartment. <laughs> Shit, me wiping my VHS player down with Florida water. Like, <laughs> oh, man. Okay. So we got to talk about Hatchet. Am I the only person here who's seen Hatchet? Be honest. I've never seen Hatchet. I've never even heard of it. Tony Todd's in it, and he's playing like a um. I don't know what the right thing to call him would be because he works for like a a voodoo shop, but I don't think he practices. He just knows like the lore of the area. And Hatchet is very like um. It's a funny um horror horror comedy because the thing is it's gory, but it's very like campy. You know what I mean? And it's like a love letter to the genre. So there's like a lot of <clears throat> nods to like Friday the 13th. And um, there's like a lot of nods to maybe that's it. But the point <laughs> but the, point, the point is Tony Todd does a great job in it. His, his character is still very like soft but it's also giving like he knows the lore of the area and stuff and he dresses up like in this phantom of the opera garb which y'all know i'm all about i'm wearing it right now but the people can't see me the um, the mask and everything um and it's just it's just a nice time he's really fun in in, in that one and the second one i haven't seen past two so i don't know if they kept his character around or not there's more than two yeah yeah they're fun i mean then and again they're similar to killjoy type fun so tread cautiously no. But I, you know, I do love those movies. I can't lie. Like there's one part where Victor Crowley rips someone's spine out of their body, and I'm like, I'm in the right place. Okay, that seems right. But you said it's like Killjoy, and so now I'm conflicted. It is. I can't Wait, lie. Like so Hatchet is Victor Crowley. Yes. But there's another movie that he's in called Victor Crowley. Exactly. And is that related to Hatchet? Like it is. Too? It is. Yeah. Oh. Hot Pickens. The plot yeah. thickens. So, oh, and you got Kane um, Hodder in there too. That's pretty cool. Yeah, I'm not to see this. I don't want to see this now. <laughs> you just said it's like Killjoy. <laughs> I have to be honest. I mean, let me explain how I mean though. Not, it's not the same type of movie, Lisa right? Rose. It's no, just yeah, and no, in the second one, um, old girl from um, from uh, Halloween 
four through four, five, and six. She's in it. I can't think of her name right now, but I like her. You want to play you. Jamie? Um, I think so. let me. I, it's been a minute. I'm not gonna lie to you. But I got you. Hold up. Um, Hatchet two. Daniel Harris. Sorry, Danielle Harris. Oh, okay. She Jamie. I like seeing her work because she had a rough deal with those Halloween movies as a child. She had a stalker because people were disgusting, and huh? so she had oh, to like step back. About that. Yeah. Um, she's one of the children actors who had like an actual stalker and had like take care of that situation, and it was whoa. bad. Um, so yeah, so it was it was really cool to see her come back to the genre, especially like for Rob Zombie's Halloween. Even though I don't like Rob Zombie's Halloweens, um, it was good to see her <laughs> back because um, it was like, yeah, she got to reclaim that because it was it, it was not well. Um, I don't know if Wikipedia still has all the deets, but like there's yeah. articles. Uh, yeah. Sad. People mm -hmm. just don't know how to not be monsters, especially when it's about children. Um, mm. Mm. Damn. Yeah. Well, on a positive note. <laughs> <laughs> did you guys know that Tony Todd was in Transformers Revenge of the Fallen? Because I didn't. No. I've never seen a Transformer movie. I just knew Wait. it wasn't for me. Okay, me I love Transformers. That used to be my bread and butter. Oh. It was around the time me and Shia started seeing things differently. Um, um. I didn't know how bad it was gonna get because you never know. I mean, you should know because like white men, but I didn't know <laughs> how bad it was gonna get. Um, but I was like, I don't, I don't like where your career is going right now, Shia. So I'm, I'm gonna get off this bus. Um, <laughs> and he's like, I'm gonna do some Transformers and get some billions. I'm like, I love that for you, but I'm not gonna watch this shit. And then Mark Wahlberg was there, and I hate Marky Mark. And I was like, y'all, y'all going too far. How lucky did we get to trade fucking Shia for Marky Mark? It feels like they were at the Walmart in the discount bin, just getting all <laughs> the people that could afford in the gun aisle, in the gun and fishing and camping aisle. And you Walmart. know, Marky Mark with a tackle box thrown in for free. Yeah. Yes, what? <laughs> that's what they really yeah. got him. <laughs> Didn't Marky Mark and Mel Gibson have a movie come out this year or last year? Maybe. I don't know. <clears throat> My only reason for not really watching, because I haven't seen the Transformers either, it just didn't seem like my type of jam. I put it in the same box with Fast and the Furious. I only watch one, no, maybe two Fast and the Furious movies. Um, and then I just was like, I don't need to do this anymore. I typecast movies sometimes. Like, if it seems like they're very super testosterone-y, like every five seconds there's like someone flipping over or something i i can't i don't know what it is it just it just mm, something i, I saw can't. the first fast and the furious because i was a, a child and my sister had a crush on vin diesel at the time yeah. and i was like you like older bald man i'm gonna want you to unpack that but also <laughs> i guess we here um and i was like paul walker's cute <laughs> but like i'm not gonna watch nine movies about cars i'm just i, I can go outside and see cars like, you do that. <laughs> I, was, I was just it depends I, on what street. <laughs> no, if they doing that on this street, baby, I'm moving the hell up out of here. Plot <laughs> twist: Fast and Furious has always taken place in South Philly. <laughs> right? You imagine you recording with somebody and you literally see a car like fly by their window, and they're mm -hmm. on like the third or fifth floor moving. Right. Right. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I'm just like, what? You ain't been to Independence, Missouri before? <laughs> like, it's the meth capital. Like, we got problems up here. <laughs> Let's <it> go. <laughs> but yeah, Has no, Tony I just... Todd been in a Fast and Furious? I, there's 20 movies. See, that is where he draws the line. <laughs> right. He would step foot in a Transformer set, but never, <laughs> never a Fast and Furious joint. Mm -mm. The man works alone. You'll never catch him. Family. Family this. Family that. <laughs> Don't you know this man, Tony Todd? The all-seeing Tony Todd? He works alone. <laughs> I I love Ludacris, and I feel like Ludacris is one of the few people in the cast that I'm not trying to actually fight most days. I love because, Ludacris. Right? Wait, what's, he, what's he in? Fast and Furious? Yes. Uh -oh. He got sucked in. But like The Rock was there and The Rock got out and Vin Diesel kept trying to make it a thing and The Rock was like, I'm a grown man. If I'm, if I'm done, yeah. I'm done. 
stop. <laughs> I just knew that Tyrese was in it, and that wasn't selling it to me. Tyrese has been a problem for a hot minute, and so like I, <laughs> the list of the list of problems I have with Tyrese is so long, I forgot what they are. I just know it's a long list, and I don't look at it anymore. <laughs> Wait a minute. So Tyrese was in Fast and Furious. Yeah, some of them. Yeah, I think he the newer ones probably because he wasn't in the first ones, right? I think he came after Paul Walker. I, he okay. might be the Paul Walker stand-in, which, mm. but like, <laughs> I yeah. This is hilarious to me because he's also all over Transformers. Are you serious? Yes, since the beginning. <laughs> Pretty much. Yeah, he's <laughs> like two or three. There's like. Not as many there's like five or six. This makes me think I'm mixing up franchises now because y'all, I, look, I told y'all what I'd be doing. So let me make sure it's really him. I'll, I'll pull it up and it's somebody else. Franchise. He's like, that's guaranteed money. You will have to have me back no matter what I do. <laughs> and they're like, damn it, he's right. I'm talking trash, but if they said, Brother Ghoulish, do you want to be in a Fast and Furious? Yes, Mama. Yes, God. I'm putting on my lapels with a cheetah print on it. And I, and I'm... <laughs> no, I, I am a poor. I will be the car. I will be there on all fours. Like, go ahead and get in, Vin Diesel. <laughs> Look. <laughs> we told you I'll drift in the day. Ooh. Oh my god. Like, I. It's hard out here. <laughs> she needs to be stopped. Yes, please. Yeah, he's in a bunch of Transformers and Fast and Furious movies. I mean, he get in the bag then, because those are two big franchises that are going away no time soon. Yeah, that is correct. Um, Another franchise that is probably going nowhere soon, unfortunately, is Tales from the Hood. (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) although three was a little bit better. It was a little bit better than two, but yeah. (laughs) I haven't seen the third one yet. I just saw two last year, and I needed like a five-year break before I watched the (laughs) third one. There's no hope now. Because you can't have two bad movies in a row for a respectable franchise. No. Yeah. Uh, it makes me sad because I wonder what would have happened if we'd given Rusty the funding and the support when the first one came out. Um, and we could have still had Clarence Williams doing the things. Because, like, I, I love Keith David. Um, or Mr. Silvertongue. That's his. Silverthroat, <laughs> you mean. I'm sorry, Mr. Silverthroat. <laughs> Puts respect on his throat. Right. <laughs> he, worked, he worked hard for that name, okay? He did. He did. Um, but I, the movie was shambles. And so, like, he he felt like he was, like, lost in a sauce uh, that nobody wanted. That pink sauce from TikTok, if you will, is what was all over that movie. <laughs> and he was like, I'm trying to save it. It's like, you can't, baby. You can't. Just, it's, it's fine. I respect you. I won't see you here again. Um, <laughs> But I feel you though, because like you said, I mean, we we've went up for Keith David on this podcast a lot, so this is yes. a Keith David uh, Silver Throat uh, <laughs> fan pod. Silver Throat standing. Our legion for Silver Throat. <laughs> <laughs> but it's just you can only work with what so much when you're given it, it's he wasn't given the right amount of stuff to really do something with that role and then instead of them like trying to turn it in i don't know i don't want to turn this into a thing because i can go all day that we love you keith david but yeah i agree with you Troy. we need to tell us from the hood episode to discuss all three of them in five years and i've seen the third one um, <laughs> five years <laughs> yeah. you, you need time no, in five years that'll be our last episode because i'll finally see the last one and we can talk about it <laughs> how, how 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 far into this five years are we right now <laughs> Um, I think I saw it. I saw it February, so only six months. Okay, all so right. Black History Month, they all rolled out the black movies. They're like, let's do Tales from the Hood too, and I was like, that's what you roll. Okay. I thought Tony Todd might show up in a fast movie at some point. It's never it's too late. Yeah. Why would you even put that out in the universe? Because <laughs> Vin Diesel's scandalous, and The Rock coming back. He told him three times in public. <laughs> oh, I didn't realize The Rock dropped off that franchise. Yeah, I think, he, I think he dropped off pretty hard. After, oh. after the ninth movie, he was like, you know what, I'm not doing this. Um, And the way Vin Diesel did it, like, that's snake shit. That's the snake shit. Because, like, The Rock was like, I'm done, y'all. It's been great. If we friends, you know how to find me. If we ain't, yeah, it happened. Um, <laughs> and so Vin Diesel was like, uh, let me go on your Instagram and ask you to come back to our family and put you in this family shit. 
And The Rock is like, dude, I said I'm not coming back. And Infant D's like, here are my kids. They still call you Uncle Dwayne. You know you want to be part of the family again. Let's give it one more ride for Paul. Uh-huh. And The Rock is like, dude, I said no. That's a full sentence. I am a former professional wrestler. What you trying to do? Like, <laughs> Yeah. And, and when these was fine, I'm like, I guess we'll just make this 20th movie without you. Uh. <laughs> I'm like, Vian, Vian. <laughs> yeah, no, I don't like that. Don't put that type of pressure on people. It's, it's awkward to see a man beg for somebody's attention in public. <laughs> yeah. Um, it, it's always awkward. It, and I'm just like, you know, you are the villain, right? You you are the reason. <laughs> The in public part, the in public part is key though, because begging, you know, for attention in different settings um, could be yeah. quite erotic. But it's a fun game, yeah, <laughs> you know. <laughs> but to be in public, being that kind of a dude, to be like, no, I'm gonna guilt you, I'm gonna love bomb you. It's like, dude, is your wife okay? Also, no. <laughs> I'm looking at you even differently than I was these last twenty movies you did in the car, like. <laughs> Did y'all see the guy who looked like The Rock who was on the beach and um yes. oh my god and the one was biting his uh his uh yep. nipple like, area. Uh, uh-huh. <laughs> oh my god. He did look like him, but I think I would have been able to tell that it wasn't him because I've seen The Rock yeah. so much. At least when you walk up. Yeah. Yeah. Did, was it Laganja that got mistaken for Lady Gaga? One of the drag queens that we all know got mistaken for Lady Gaga at a Lady Gaga show and Screedy was like, "Come on in." And oh, she was like, yeah. "Oh." She screamed, I'm not Lady Gaga. Right? I'm like, Gaga, check your security team. They just like, oh, she blonde and short, let her in. <laughs> oh, my God. I, that's another. You can't trick me with no Gaga. I, I, mm, you'd have to roar really hard to get me. That's why people should have some fans mixed in with their security team. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I'd be like, that's not my husband. Send him away. <laughs> <laughs> right. But give me my number too, because my husband don't return my phone call sometimes. Um, <laughs> uh, is that is that all we got for Mister Todd? I, I believe so. We hit the hot ones. I mean, it's like Zero said, the resume is long and strong, so it's like we could keep going. But these were, I think, these are the ones. Like these are the ones that consecrate mm. him in our hearts and in our minds and in our spirits. But, Beautifully said, Amen. I'm so glad know, we came to church I, today. I wrote that like a month ago, and um, so <laughs> <laughs> so don't be too proud of me. <laughs> yeah, those are the only ones I have. Get us out of here. All right, you got anything you want to ask, Sheree, before I, um, before I close this baby out? You want to throw some stank on that on the way out? or I, I'm just saying, to Tony Todd, for all your years of service, we see yeah. you. We thank you. Um, also, side note, because they wanted to use real bees and those candy men that shouldn't have been made, those Ooh. sequels, they had to pay him extra money for every bee sting. And so, like, he's going to retire because them bees be stinging. <laughs> so he ain't got to do the work. He's doing it because he loves us. Keep that in mind, yeah. y'all. Keep that in mind. <laughs> oh, I love that. Me too. Mike and if you, if you loved it, too, let us know. <laughs> let us know on social media. <laughs> <laughs> at Flirty Massacre. And also show us in leaving us a review um, and a rating. And until next time, y'all, take it easy. Tony Todd, we'll be to review. <laughs>